Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Again, hockey fans, are you ready to brave the wild with me, your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Wygen? Yes, sir. It is Tuesday, October 29th, 2013. This is episode number 67 of Brave the Wild. With me once again is Neil Nate Dog Facing. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, Neil. Thanks, Joe. Oh, yeah. Yep. Ready to talk some hockey? Oh, yeah. Say, ah, hell no. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yep. Great to have you back. Yes. So, yep, the explanation to those of you out there, like, where's the show? Where's the show? Yeah, there was the Viking game. Yeah, that worthless, stupid game on Sunday night. And I happened to do Purple Mafia, so I have no choice but to watch it. And, of course, I'm sure you watched it as well, right? <laughs> right, Neil? Nope. Yeah, I watched a little bit of it. I, I... <laughs> We were gonna lose, so I decided to go take take my dogs for a walk. Yeah, that, that's about it, isn't it? That's about what kind of game that was. It's one of those I might as well just flip the headphones on, like maybe keep track of it without watching it. But ugh. as soon as I saw Aaron Rodgers throw a ten point pass into the back, the end zone with um, I I don't know who might have receiver was probably a G- Jordy, yeah. Jordy. Jordy Nelson, yeah, it was if it was a white guy, it probably was him. <laughs> Jordy, yep. Yep. Sorry, that was Jean Luc Picard doing a Jordy Nelson. <laughs> Jordy, Jordy LaForge. Yep. <laughs> well, yep. So we uh, we previewed three games last week. Um, so we're we're gonna do the show as we have been of late. So basically, segment one will be. Uh, reviewing the games and such. It's late at night, so we're going to be semi-brief, I guess. You know, we're going to, yeah, I'm, I'm going to try not to ramble so much. I'm kind of known to do that sometimes, so I apologize, um, as anybody on radio is. Uh, so, yeah, so we're going to review four games because, uh, well, the Chicago Blackhawks game, the second one anyway, the one in XL Energy Center, <clears throat> was uh, we weren't able to preview that one because of the, the Vikings game. We only previewed up to Saturday night. Uh, and it was a three and zero week, Neil. Three and zero week before that stupid game on Monday. Well, getting a 
predict that one. That was awesome. We were both on a one and two, so my record drops from what was I six and one to uh, I am now seven and uh, seven and three, and I believe yeah. So you're one and two opening uh opening as a predictor. You're like damn it, Joe. <laughs> it, uh, oh, say again. I'm five hundred, but. At least it's a better record than the Vikings. Yeah, really? They're like 1-6, and six and they should be 0-7, but, eh, you know. Or, yeah, I think you're 1-2, yeah. Uh, unless you picked the Wild to lose last night, too, but that would be like a secret one, I guess, since we didn't get to say it on air. Uh, I, thought, <laughs> I thought we did say that. Oh, the the we said the first one, but we didn't say the Monday. Uh, if we did, I'm blanking. I don't think so, but, oh, well, yeah. We probably yeah. should have anyway, figuring we're not going to be able to record Sunday night. So, but yeah, generally speaking, we will record Sunday nights or Saturday nights, something like that. You know, it's going to always shift around a little bit. Uh, but, yeah, to move on, the Nashville Predators came to Excel Energy Center, and Josh Harding shuts out the Nashville Predators. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Two to nothing game. That was awesome. You got to like that. Um Justin Fontaine getting his second goal of the season. Jason Pominville. You're going to be hearing that name quite a bit on this show. Awesome week for him, eh? Oh, yeah, eh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had to say eh, didn't I? Uh, strong night for Josh Harding. Wasn't the most exciting game in the world, but, hey, I mean, he only had to face 16 shots. Yeah. Wow. It was like an anti-Josh Harding game in a way. Remember those days? Where I always talk about it. You know, and Josh Harding would play once in a while, and they'd always put him on the road against Detroit or something. Mm-hmm. Remember those? Like, every year is like that. He'd face, like, 40 shots, and he'd get beat, like, one nothing. It's like, gee, thanks for the thanks for the offense, guys. I know. I hated it when we just couldn't produce. It was, it was horrible. Mm-hmm. Super frustrating. Drove Drove us yeah. absolutely nuts. Mm-hmm. Like they're winnable games too, like you said with Harding and stuff. Yeah, he plays. He would he would play so well in those games, and we'd end up losing. You know, he'd, he'd stop like forty three or forty four shots, and still wasn't enough. It's like because nobody scored. That's what happened so many times in the past. It was like every time. Yeah. And unfortunately, this was Jodas Brodine's last game for a little while. We'll we'll see. Uh, at first, it sounded like he's going to be out for a while. Broken cheekbone, a puck to the face. Uh, that sucked. <laughs> L- luckily, not a broken jaw, but just seeing the words Jonas Rodin hurt, it's like, oh, no, please. Uh, yeah, that looked pretty brutal when he got hit. Didn't it, though? Yeah. It's like, this can't be real, please. It can't be real, please. And it's real. Um but the good news is apparently he's skating already, which I, I'm just shocked about that. So that's really good news. Yeah, it is. It's uh, excellent news. Yeah, they're talking he's going to be back as soon as, like, this coming week here. Some people even thought he'd be back by Chicago. Well, Isn't that, that also, uh, yep. another guy who started skating was uh, Charlie Coyle. Yes, you are correct. You are <laughs> correct. Charlie Coyle is skating again. That is really exciting. Mm-hmm. So even though it's been a week of like injuries, huh, because uh, Harding is also hurt now, like, yeah. uh, that sucks. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
But yeah, I mean, the good news is guys like Brodeen and Coyle will be on the ice again very soon. Uh, that's that's pretty encouraging stuff. I'm very happy about that. I mean, I'm sure everybody listening is happy about that as well. Yeah, so sucks about hurting. You know, he's he's a good goalie. When uh, we give up five goals in a game, it's, yeah. we miss him. Yes, we do. Yep, yep. We're definitely going to be. Yeah, when we get to that, I'm going to have a lot to say about. Uh, the goalie that gave up those five goals. Ugh, yeah, that guy. <laughs> so really, yeah, the Nashville game, just a very impressive shutdown, puck possession type of game. We went back to the whole puck possession type of execution. Really like to see that. Strong performance, very encouraging and good stuff. Wild with the strong performance. Then we head to Carolina Thursday, the October the 24th. Had had to play, had stay in Exeter General Carolina heads here. And the Wild win three to one. Strong game. <laughs> Both goalies got hurt in the game, which is weird. Cam Ward and Josh Harding injured in the game. What the hell? <laughs> uh, Nicholas Backstrom stopped all of the seven shots he faced. <laughs> Harding only gave up one goal at twenty. Good stuff. Um, and the Wild were able to beat Justin Peters. That's the backup uh, with the Carolina Panthers. I don't know him all too well. I'm sure neither of us do. Um, Carolina's a talented team, but the Wild just they just played better. Puck possession again, scoring two goals fairly early. Nino Niederreiter, Zach Parisi, who had two assists in last game, getting uh, his fifth goal of the year midway through the first period. 2 nothing lead, strong start for the Wild. Um, yeah. Okay. yeah, go ahead. I, I was going to say... Nito Niederreiter had a pretty awesome goal. That was good stuff, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. He's a powerful guy, and he's a he's a valuable piece. He was on a line with Mikhail Granlund, so uh, I believe second line. I mean, he he gets shuffled around so much. I don't even know what line he's on anymore. He's just he's just out there, I guess. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like it changes like every game. It seems like. Mm-hmm. So I guess either way, as long as he's scoring, I guess that's good. <laughs> Mikhail- <laughs> Mikhail Granlin, I mean, you're going to, yeah, Zach Carisi, Mikhail Granlin, and of course, Jason Pominville just racking up the points this week. Good stuff. I mean, uh, as we'll get to, yeah, I mean, Mikhail Granlin now has eight points this year, now has eight assists. He hasn't scored yet, but he's second on the team in in overall scoring behind Zach Carisi with nine points. Uh, Mikhail Granlin, boy, he's really emerged, isn't he? Yeah, he's definitely flashing out there. He's he's a different player, mm-hmm. without a doubt. I've been very happy. He's he's stronger in traffic, uh, more mojo, all that good stuff. And I mean, last year he just looked like an overmatched little wimp, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh great, but uh, you can officially say, excuse me, you can officially say that Mikhail Granlund is is NHL ready now. Mm-hmm. I'm very happy. Uh, Nino Niederreiter is as well. There's a guy who scored like four points in like. 50 games or something a couple of years ago with the the Isles and um, now, geez, well, this is very exciting to see him progress as well. Yeah, he's looking pretty good. Mm-hmm. We're gonna win some divisions here. No, I don't know. It's gonna be tough. Uh, I can maybe if I could briefly throw this in. Freaking Colorado Avalanche just had just had to start getting good again, didn't they? Yeah, they're uh, uh, top. Uh, Top of the, the West, right? Yeah. Uh, 
at the top of the West, and they're doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. Really sharp. They're really, really tearing it up. 10-1-0. How about that? 10-1-0. Ouch. Uh, luckily, the Wild were able to give the Blackhawks only their second loss of the year, so that's the good news. We're about to jump into that. Matthew, right. huh? Huh? I remember a uh, year when we were like 10 oh, <laughs> We won like 10 games in a row. Yeah, that was... Uh, was this recently or like a while ago? Cause I mean, was, they were, go ahead. That was a while ago. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember recently we had a strong start, but yeah, it wasn't like super strong like that one. I forget what year that was. That might have been uh, the first year we had Gabrick and... Or obviously we already had Gabrick, but uh, what's his name? God rest his soul, <laughs> Pavel Dimitra. That might have been that year. You think? Uh, Maybe, or was it even further? Now I'm blanking. Oh well, right. <laughs> yeah. It may have been that year. Yeah, we we had we've had some strong starts, and we've had some weak starts. But yeah, it's just one of those things. Sucks to see Josh Harding go out, though. I mean, the mojo of this team, very strong. Um, but, man, it's just doggone it. Like, Come on, Harding, get healthy. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, right? Well, it's kind of like, what can you do? Yeah. It, you just love it. It's just like lower body injury. That's all they ever say. So it's like, okay, it's a lower body injury. You're so good at um, lower body uh uh, shots like he gets around the net pretty fast and he's quick and agile. Yeah, he does. He's more he's more uh, east to west, you know, quick quick than uh, than Backstrom certainly. Yeah. And Siv himself. No, I'm kidding. But yeah, oh. strong game by the Wild. Yeah, that Nido Nido Rider goal was really good. Really nice assist by Granlin as well, centering pass from behind the net. Uh, good stuff. Kind of a it was kind of a wraparound assist you could call it. To a uh, you know to a crashing Nino Niederreiter, and that's a strength that he brings to this team that the Wild really haven't had all too much, uh, pretty much for pretty much ever. Like a guy that could crash the boards, as they say, so or yeah. crash the net. Excuse me, crash the net. <laughs> Pardon me. Um, uh, a certain guy finally scored his first goal of the, of the year. That he's basically been an urban legend until this game. Danny Healy finally scored a goal against Carolina. Wow. Oh. Wasn't it an open matter? <laughs> I believe so. <laughs> That's the funny part. Huh. Um, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was an open netter too. That's the funny part about that. So yeah. great, you got your first goal, I guess. <laughs> At least he shot that one accurately. Oh, Danny. Oh, Danny, Danny. He's he's not impressing anybody right now. But uh, it's just like, what can you do? Saturday, October the 26th, the Wild head to Chicago. Basically, all of us thinking, yeah, it's a loss. It's uh, they're wild. They're wild. Aren't going to win this game, are they? Nah. Especially uh, with the low scoring that we've done and the penalties that we've been giving up, we've been going to the box a lot, and Chicago's known for their power play. Yeah, just deadly, absolutely deadly power play. Unfortunately, the reality check came last night, but uh, Saturday night was awfully fun. I mean, that was fun. Yeah. It was like shades of 91 when the North Stars (laughs) went. Okay, look at me going way back in the past again, but it's like, 
that opening that game of the ninety one the first uh first round series in Chicago that year, the North Stars just destroyed the Blackhawks. I still remember that. I was like, You gotta be kidding me. Complete shocker. North Stars one of the like what were they, seventh, eighth seed, the Blackhawks were the top record in the NHL. North Stars went in there and kicked their butts. It was kinda like in a in a very subtle way, it was kind of almost like that the way the Wild just went in and and domin or basically dominated one of the best teams in the league, if not the best. Yeah, it was pretty amazing uh, show of uh, offense, and he did pretty good on defense too. Yeah, it was an all the above, just dominant game. Uh, Nicholas Backstrom's first start. Luckily, the offense showed up to play, and Backstrom was adequate. Uh, Thirty three saves out of thirty six. I uh, still gave up three goals. It felt like, man, why, really? Three goals? Damn. You know? Hmm. It happened in, like, what was it, uh, less than a minute left of the game? Yeah, yeah Marcus Kruger, Freddy Kruger's uh, grandson. Yes, yes. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Freddy Kruger. <laughs> uh, your worst nightmare, Freddy Kruger. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Jason Pominville, two goals in this game. Very cool. Uh, very familiar name, Brian Bickle, scoring in this in this game. Oh boy, uh, it was so exciting though to see the Wild get the get the lead midway through the first period, then take a two nothing lead early in the second. I was like, you got to be kidding! This is too good to be true. Third line playing well. Marco Scandella finally getting a point. Took him about a hundred years. I don't know what's up with that. <laughs> I actually thought he scored the goal, but uh, Brozziak tipped it in. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, Second line though, Jason Pominville, Mikhail Granlund. Wow, wow, that line, that that line is doing super. Which one? What line again? Oh, second. I'm sorry. Nope. Second line. Oh. I'm I'm jumping ahead of you. I apologize. That's alright. Yeah, they're they're doing real good. Yeah, there's a chemistry between Mikhail Granlund and Jason Pominville right now that uh, I wouldn't split them up. It's it's beautiful. Yeah, they they're the only one. Score in uh, last night's game. Uh, yep. And they had a few more chances during the game to score, but it just didn't go in. You're correct. Yeah, it was just one of those type of games, again, on just scoring chances that just, you know, weren't good enough, I guess. They just couldn't finish. Same old story. Uh, luckily, though, the finishes were all over the place Saturday night, at least. At least we got to enjoy it for a few hours. <laughs> About 48 hours, right? 48 yeah. hours of enjoyment. 46 hours, maybe we'll say. <laughs> I wish I got to watch that one. I actually missed that one. So. You missed the Saturday one? Yeah. I, oh, you I, broke my heart. I oh, it's okay. watch one where we get creamed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, isn't that unfair? Yeah. Isn't that unfair? Yeah, I mean, and I missed parts of the, the creamed one. You know, I had to, I mean, I had to... I mean, I watched the replay of the whole game. Obviously, I still got to see the whole game, but sometimes they cut out certain parts. But I saw all the stuff that mattered, type of thing. Yeah, you didn't miss. So, yeah, that's the crappy part. I didn't miss all that much, did I? Oh gosh, that sucked. Uh, it's like Dumba who uh, ran into our goalie. Yeah, what was that? <laughs> what the? Yeah, he kind of lost it a little bit yesterday too. Um, yeah, a bit. He was getting in a little bit of a kind of a tussle. I forget who it was now. I'm blanking. Uh, Nate Prosser really went at it with uh, what's-his-face. Uh, Sade. Yep. <laughs> Sod. Sod. Excuse me. I keep mixing up his name, but, yeah, obviously I know who it is. 
I just keep mispronouncing it, Sad. The guy looks like like it says Sad. Because <laughs> he's yeah. sad. Uh, he looks like a jackass, man. Uh, guy, he, he does. Did you see him? little tussle between him and uh, Prosser. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Prosser was trying to kind of start something with him after, like, after he, like, basically smashed over, smashed into a backstream or something. And he's just standing there smiling, laughing, kind of as Prosser's trying to, like, shove him and hit him. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Prosser gets kicked out. It's like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. it's like, ugh, that's the Blackhawks for you, though. Um, the good news is it looks like a, a rivalry is budding. That's good, finally. We can find, uh, yep, we can finally get the old Minnesota-Chicago rivalry started. It looks like it's starting to 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 develop a little bit. Because the good news is both of us are good. You know, the Wild are a good team. It's just they weren't good uh, last night. As we're kind of slowly merging the two games together, I guess. Now we're kind of mostly moving into last night. Because, um, yeah, I can only talk so much about the good one. Now we have to switch over to the bad game. I was yeah. Monday the 28th. Ugh, 5-1, to one, uh thrashing yeah <sighs> that was pretty weak on our part but um yep they, they like scoring on easy seemed like they were scoring on easy goals and yes we just didn't look efficient there and they were like we were running around a little bit with our uh our heads cut off like the chicken Basically, yeah, yeah, running around with the noodles cut off or whatever the word is. Yeah. That was weak. That was just a weak game. Not not your take. Not your take. Your take was dead on. <laughs> oh, what the heck? I mean, this was uh, pretty lame. Pretty lame. Yeah, the you know it was a looked like it was going to be one of those low scoring defensive battles, like two to one type of game. Like we haven't seen enough of those already. It really did. Yeah, that first period was pretty quiet. Patrick Sharp scores very late. And then, whoa, Jason Pominville again? Wow, we all we I think I know who's going to get the big award for this week, but uh, that's a guess or that's a wild guess in this one. But <laughs> Mikhail Granlin again uh, assisting. Yep, that's his eighth assist of the year. Still no goal, but hey, it's what's also kind of funny is there's a lot of like guys with one dimensional statistics right now. You got Granlin with eight assists, no goals. Pominville with this is weird as hell. Seven goals, no assists. What? And Pominville's a good passer, too. He just, yeah. um, I guess guys just aren't scoring when, when he sets them up, I guess. It's just one of those things. Or, you know, the old, as we call it, obviously, hockey assist is like the first of, of three, you know, play three uh, or of two passes. Like one pass sets up the next pass that sets up the goal type of thing. Um, he seems to be more in that category than like a direct assist, we'll call it, but... Still, uh, unfortunately, uh, bad luck in that category. Puck luck, as they say, bad puck luck for him. Patrick Kane also getting his seventh goal of the year. That was about when I figured this thing is really getting out of hand. Once the Blackhawks took a 4-1 lead in that uh, third period, though. In a lot of ways, also, when Nick Letty scored almost right away after Sheldon Brookbank, whoever that is, <laughs> pardon me for saying that, uh, put the Blackhawks up 2-1, Nick frickin' Letty, power play goal. Nick Letty. Oh. Yeah, he had a pretty good game. He did. Mm-hmm. Like, he always had the puck. Mm-hmm. Very, uh, uh, he had a very good game. He he did. He's he's still developing, and he's uh, getting pretty good, isn't he? Mm-hmm. The love we lost. Mm. 
That was the wild thinking, letting him go. That one still stings. It really does. It hurts because he's he's so super young still. Could you imagine Nick Letty? You know, it's like you know, and I know I'm just whining and crying, but still, <laughs> doggone <laughs> it, you know. Jonas Brodeen's got the potential to be like freaking Nicholas Lidstrom out there the way he's going, according to like a lot of people. Uh, Suter is really obviously one of the best defensemen in the league already. Um, Dumba's developing really well. Keith Ballard, unfortunately, has a concussion. He's been out for the last uh, few games as well. That sucks. So that's another injury. Um, man, Delgana and Dumba's developing into a pretty nice player. A little bit immature yet. But, yeah, imagine Nick Letty among those guys as well. It's like, wow, all of a sudden we'd go from what just a couple of years ago looked like no defenseman at all to, like, wow, one of the better defensive uh, corpses in the league. Yeah. Cores in the league. Cores. That didn't sound good. Corpse. <laughs> Pardon me for that one. They're they're alive. They're alive. <laughs> uh, Wild didn't look too alive yesterday. And, like you said, those easy goals the Blackhawks got – Backstrom, what is up with this guy? <laughs> the guy, he he is just he is not the same player anymore, is he? Same goalie anymore. Well, I I'll give him a little bit more time because he was this injured, I guess. And that's the yeah, I, I I understand. Yeah, he was hurt and all that good stuff. Uh, it seemed like coming into the year he looked kind of kind of like not as good as well, though. It's just. I don't know. I hope, yeah, I hope he can break out of this. Obviously, he has had extreme success in the past, so I can't, yeah, I mean, you're you're right about not writing him off too quickly, but doggone it. It just <laughs> it seemed like kind of coming into the year, it just didn't have a good vibe. Uh, um, but, yeah, I mean, Harding, I'm, nobody really necessarily thought he was going to be quite as well as he's been so far, so. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess it's a good good thing, I mean, a good bonus to have, I suppose, especially if Baxter's not playing well. Harding can help out. He's he's kind of like the Manny Fernandez, and uh, and uh, Backstrom is the Roly, Roly the goalie, Dwayne Rollison, isn't he? Yep. Kind of like then, the young, huh? Then he went to the Oilers, and um, they mm-hmm. got the um, in the playoffs. They did pretty good. Yeah, they went all the way to the finals. They went to Game Seven. Uh, remember yeah. that? Yeah, I remember the Oilers were up like three to two at one point. This was against the. Carolina Hurricanes. Yes, yes, it was when the Carolina Hur- Hurricanes went on and won the cup, 2006. Um, yeah, and I'm that big a geek. I'm no notes, nothing in front of me right now. If you guys can believe this, but <laughs> uh, not geek, not geek nerd. I don't ever call me a geek. Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, like look up the two definitions, and yeah, I don't want to be a geek. Those are the people that are just yeah. Anyhow, <laughs> uh, yeah. Pardon me. Rollison, yeah, I mean, I remember he the Oilers were up three games to two. Rollison got hurt in game six. They lost that game, went to game seven, and law, and then they lost game seven against the Carolina Hurricanes. Um, that was a really good Hurricanes team, though, uh, that had that had Matt Collin on it. So he's he's a Minnesota tie of that series. Besides, uh, obviously, Rollison is a goalie here in Minnesota. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, like kicking myself because we lost because we lost to Rollison. Yeah, yeah, he was really when he was good. He was really good. It just seemed like how Manny kind of beat him out of the job. Like we finally had a number one goalie, so to speak, because it seemed like it was always rotations with everything with uh, uh, 
Jacques Lemaire, including the captains. The captains and goalies, there was never a number one in either category, which is kind of funny. Um, and Manny kind of became the number one guy. He was doing better than Rolison. Rolison got mad, wanted to be traded, was traded, and did way better in Edmonton. And and he actually did really well in Tampa Bay. Helped, helped them get to the East Finals when he was like almost 40 years old. Remember that? Just a couple of years back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, forgot that he went to to Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. He was there, and they 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 got to the conference finals. I think they lost to Pittsburgh or something. So or Detroit. Somebody that I, somebody we prefer the that Tampa Bay would beat, but eh, you know, <laughs> it's just one of those things. Again, I gotta stop saying that. One of those things. Stop. Uh, but. Yeah, yesterday was a mess of a game. Unfortunately, hopefully Wild can get things back in order here very quickly as we will jump into the schedule. But first, but first, we got to do our little awards, and of course, two things uh, things we like, things we didn't like over the course of the week. Um, we should do the awards first. Maybe that sounds better. Or no, no, no. Let's do the likes and didn't likes. Uh, would you like to go first on anything? Mm. You want me to jump in? Well, I like uh, mm-hmm. the defense, including uh, the 1-5 loss against uh, Chicago. I pre- pretty much like their defensive core and how we stuck together and did a pretty decent job around the net. Mm-hmm. I, I hear you there. I do hear you. In- anything else you'd like to add to that or... Oh, you know, like one, one more good thing. Or would you like to keep it to one? <laughs> we won Chicago. Yeah, that was pretty cool in general, wasn't it? That game just made you happy, yeah. didn't it? Yeah, it made me really happy to see that. That was a feel-good game. I mean, it's cool that we've already got a playoff series in our history now. The, right before the division started, the uh, division we're in now, aren't you happy? Aren't you happy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um... The Central Division. Seems like that's the only division Minnesota teams are in in professional sports. But, man, that's fine with me. Uh, two things I liked, of course, Jason Pominville, all over the place, awesome, spectacular. Um, really the second line, we'll say. Uh, Jason Pominville first, I'll just say Jason Pominville overall just made me, was, I was very impressed. The guy looks like he's the best goal scorer on the team uh, I was so frustrated with him early on, like, or not really frustrated with him, but frustrated at the situation. Like, man, they're just not going in for him. Now they're going in like crazy. Um, and the number two thing, I guess, yeah, I mean, the second line in general has been awesome. Mikhail Granlin, the chemistry between Granlin and Pominville, woo, very exciting. Uh, it seems like that second line is sneaky good every year. There's always some guys that develops some type of, uh, there's always like a pairing that develops some type of awesome chemistry at some point during the year. Um, this year, it looks like Granlin and Pominville right now. Uh, one other quick thing, too, I might as well throw in, uh, yeah, because Justin Fontaine's been thrown into the first line of late. Of course, the Duluth, the former Duluth Bulldog, who's been sneaky good this year. He was started on the fourth line and then went all the way up to the first line of late. Um, not because he's better than everybody else, but because they just, you know, they're trying things out and such. He has three goals now, and uh, it's looking good with him and Koivu and Parisi out there. It's uh, he's done well in that first line. So look yeah. at me. Yep. Fontaine's looking pretty decent, you know, up there. 
Yeah, more than serviceable, isn't he? More than serviceable. He's become a pretty nice player early on here. Very happy. Okay. So, two things that we didn't like. Uh, you want first dibs, my friend? You want first dibs? <laughs> um, I definitely didn't like uh, <laughs> uh, Backstrom against uh, the Chicago. Yeah. Civ City, Civ Civ City. <laughs> Some of them were because he got tangled, tangled yeah. up with the other players, and mm-hmm. one was on power play, and the other one was uh, during uh, like one of the set, like the second goal against Dumba mm-hmm. and into the goalie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was really ugly, wasn't it? Yeah. That sucked. It kind of reminded me of the was it Kim, some play with Kim Janssen a while back. I'll just leave that alone. I don't want to ramble too much. <laughs> uh, didn't like how we made adjustments and stuff to the uh, in Chicago and stuff. We pretty much let them. Um, they're pretty much in our offensive. Um, in the like, zone, right? Yep. Yeah, or zone, you know. And in the wild zone, yep, yep, yep. I know what you mean. Yep. Yeah, they were in the wild zone the whole game in that second game, weren't they? <laughs> it's pretty bad. So much for... Huh? You don't make uh, penalties, you're not going to win versus Chicago. Yeah, it's one of those, like, if you if you can't control the puck a little better. Yeah, if you can't be if you can't have good puck possession against Chicago, it's pretty much like bye-bye birdie, isn't it? Yeah. They're really good. I mean, they're a lot like the Detroit Red Wings were in the 90s uh when they were developing into a really good team and they were winning multiple cups and all that good stuff. Do you mm-hmm. do you, do you see the comparison a little bit? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Uh, like a little different, but Yeah, a little different, but Oh, they're, they're definitely a top candidate for uh, since they won the Stanley Cup and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two of them, believe it or not. Yeah, in just a fairly small amount of time, 2010-2013. Sucks. <laughs> I hate seeing them win the Cup, but I suppose, I mean, they hadn't won since the early 60s before 2010, so as good a team as, and to think of all those good teams they had in the 80s, man, and even in the late 60s, but... Uh, and 70s. Uh, it just goes on and on. They were good yeah. for a while until by the mid-90s and throughout all, most of the 2000s, they were pathetic, <laughs> which is kind of funny. It's like it's like the Blackhawks are either incredibly awesome or pathetic. It's kind of funny. They're they're really a hit-and-miss franchise. Yeah. Once they got Kane, they pretty much uh, mm-hmm. zoomed right up to the, to the top of the division. They sure did. It was just incredible. They, they're, it's uh, Taves and all the others. Duncan Keith. It's just a, it's a big list. It's a, sod as well. It's just like, geez, stupid Blackhawks. They're, they're pretty good. Yeah. <sighs> We're gonna be talking a lot of Blackhawks on this show for many years, I think. <laughs> so, <laughs> hopefully, with the Wild being a nice, good, legit rival for them, and not just a doormat for them. I mean, I, I think rival is definitely a good possibility. That's, that's the encouraging part. So, uh, for as for my negativity, yeah, I mean that the Blackhawks game did show a lot of uh, lack of composure. Guys, uh, Dumba, I think, took a 
step back or so, uh, without a doubt. And as mentioned, yeah, like, and I hate to do coattails like copy, but I mean, but then again, I'm not really copying. It's kind of like I had this on the list anyway, my imaginary list, we'll call it. Uh, yeah, Backstrom does not look good. No, he he doesn't look good. Uh, huge step back from Josh Harding, hoping he can come back. So that's the unfortunate part. So uh, are we ready for a Mike Madano and James Shepard Memorial? Yep. All right. Uh, I'll jump in first, I suppose. And, yeah, it's okay to have the same guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> for me, without a doubt, Jason Pominville. Just sniper city all week. Wow. What a strong week by Jason Pominville. Um, can't say enough. Very happy with him in general. Gosh, did he get four goals this week? It's just unbelievable to see how much how how, how well he's doing. So definitely Mike Madonna for him. Yeah, definitely. Is definitely one heck of a player in the offense. He really is. Lots of skill, lots of everything, and he's 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 a he's a nice kind of calm leader too as well. It's it's crazy to think he doesn't even have the A because we have Parisi, Koivu, and uh, Suter already with the. Uh, Captain A and A, you know, it's weird to think there's there's a lot of leadership on this roster. I think uh, Pomerville wouldn't be uh, getting these chances, all these goals, if it wasn't for Gremlin and how um, Ooh, yeah how quick he is and to get in the open space enough for Pomerville to score uh, these goals. You know, he's definitely. To me, a Mike McDonald Award winning or enough uh, of a player to maybe share with uh, Palmerville. Yeah, that's a good, really nice. Yeah, I I I totally hear you with that. You know, I'm <laughs> that's a that's really cool. Yeah, I'm Granlin was extremely valuable, and the the chemistry he's developed with Palmerville. It's a really good sign for a long, you know, for a long-term future in this team. I think it'll it it helps. It really does. Pominville's signed for a long time, obviously, um, and of course, you got yeah. I mean, Pominville's here for the next six years. You know, this year is one of the six, of course. Granlin, you know, he's just getting started, just getting his feet wet in this league, and so to see this type of chemistry developing already, heck yeah. Yep. Heck yeah! Can't disagree with any of that. Any of it. James Shepard, Nicholas Backstrom, end of story. <laughs> Definitely the bust of the week. The bust, um... Like the, uh, yeah, the James Shepard, yep. Dumbo, I just hated, hated how he ran into a goalie and that <laughs> much turned the game, uh, the game around, I think, uh, from uh, our momentum to theirs. Didn't help, did it? No, I mean, yeah, it didn't didn't help at all. That was definitely a disappointment. Trade him tomorrow. No, I'm kidding. No, I mean, yeah, definitely lack of maturity, and that was one of the you know that's one of the things coming in. He's not he's not he's not a Jonas Brodine. So Brodine's yeah. like one of those once every like 25 years type of defenseman. I think I think we're gonna he's gonna be something just wow. I think in this league and. You're hearing some really high praise from some old school people. So, gotta like well, that. Yeah, uh, he's uh, pretty awesome. Just need to keep him healthy and stuff. And mm-hmm. gotta watch out 
I don't know if he needs a different face shield or something now because of his injury. But he, uh, yeah, he he will for a little while. Yeah, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, just uh, it's so scary that puck. You know how it flies off people's sticks. You know you got to worry about you know just the sticks, and then you got to worry about a freaking puck coming up and smacking you. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a fan of the face shield, even though it looks a little college hockey and high school hockey-ish. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm I'm more of a fan of it than some people. I mean, it, it's not as it's not as tough guy looking, but still, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's just uh, every time there's any type of slap shot or shot in general, anything could happen. It's just one of those deals. No, yeah. it's a fact, and that's just how it goes. So yeah, I mean, I don't like to see people's eyes getting destroyed or. Stuff like that, or God knows, you know, obviously cheekbone type of thing, severe concussion for this and that reason. Ugh, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, concussion because there isn't enough protection. That's kind of d- disgusting to, to think about. Mm. Yeah, it's just brutal. It sure is. So with that, we're gonna take a super quick break. Then we'll do a very brief preview segment and some. Uh, a little check-in with the Houston Arrow. Excuse me, I keep calling them that. Iowa Wild. <laughs> we'll be right back right after this. Do you shop on Amazon? Did you know that you could support this podcast just by doing your normal shopping on Amazon? It's really easy to do. Just go to thesportstuff.com and click on one of the many Amazon pictures. Do your normal shopping, and Amazon sees that we referred you, and they give us a percentage. We'd like to thank you in advance for supporting thesportstuff.com, and please use our Amazon link. Now enjoy the rest of the show. here on Brave the Wild, episode number 67, which is a reminder for all of you out there on your mobile devices, like the iPod, iPhone, those, you know, you look us up on iTunes for Android devices, look us up on uh, Double Twist, the Double Twist app, and there you go, Windows phones, just search for us in the store, BlackBerry, same thing, rock and roll, and I'm sure there's podcast applications for BlackBerry and Windows phones as well, just, just check it out, very simple to find us on those devices so you don't have to sit in front of a computer to hear the show. <laughs> Preview segment. Oh, yeah, how about that? Do you think the Wild are going to keep winning? Uh, no. Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, I think so. Mm-hmm. Pretty good as long as um, Backstrom has, does good, you know. Uh, you never know with him with uh, coming off the injury and stuff that, you know, he's had... 
at least one game out of the two he's played in, and you know, uh, hopefully the trend continues with his first win and him, you know, uh, being able to um, stay with the puck. You know, in the Chicago game, he was having a hard time staying with the puck because he was going back and forth so much. Mm-hmm, he sure was, and they were getting through his legs, too. It's just like they were beating him any way they could and any way they wanted to, pretty much. Mm-hmm. It was just a big, fat dog on it every single time. <laughs> or <laughs> fill, in the, fill in the swear words as well. Um, yep, good points, though. Very good points there. Uh, a lot of it hinges on Backstrom right now. Um, and you never know the health of Harding because of the MS situation, of course. Um, the Wild are 6-4-3 and three at the end of October, so October is officially over for the Wild schedule. The Wild don't play again until, I believe, Friday. Uh, yes, sir, it is Friday, November 1st. So, yeah, little break here, unfortunately. We may only have to preview a couple games here, and, yeah, we'll preview Friday and Sunday because we'll definitely record before the Wild play Calgary. Nice homestand here, nice little three-game homestand. Montreal. Montreal comes to Minnesota on Friday the 1st. Sunday the 3rd, we play the New Jersey Devils in XL, of course. And Calgary comes on Tuesday, but, yep, Tuesday will be on the next show, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, the Tuesday prediction, so only two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Montreal. Uh, how do you think this one's going to turn out? Um, well, Montreal's pretty good, but... Um, mm-hmm. I, uh, I think we can beat them. Yeah, home game. Uh, Montreal's 8-5-0 and oh so far, so no overtime loss for them anyway. They're third place in their Atlantic division. Um, they're all right. You know, I mean, yeah, I'm, they've, they've been talented for a while, kind of in and out. Uh, pardon me. Yeah, they have uh, Peter Budaj. He's their second goalie, believe it or not. Kerry Price haven't really, I mean, I'm, I'm not as familiar with him as other people may be. He's been emerging of late, though. I mean, you know, I I know who he is. Obviously, he was he was in the playoffs last year, but eh, you know, I didn't like the way Montreal just lost their composure against the uh, Ottawa team. But that's how it goes. PK Subban is leading the team in scoring with 11 points. Thomas <sighs> Thomas Pianikic, uh doing well as well. also. They're they they've got a nice offense. Their goalie is good as well. Carey Price two point. One, two two twelve goal against average save percentage way up in the in almost ninety four. Uh, it's a good team, unfortunately, but yeah, I do like the Wild's chances at home. Yes, so yeah, they certainly didn't look good at home the last game, but with all this time off, I got to think that's going to help. I I hope. Cross your fingers. Yeah, I think it'll definitely help uh, having a three day uh, break and. Uh-huh. You know, uh, going through all the stuff that they could have did in Chicago. I'm sure they're um, getting ready or uh, wanting to prove themselves that they're no uh, slouch. Yeah, I certainly hope so. I mean, it's one of those things. You just hope it's not counterproductive, like they're home too long and they kind of like whatever it is. But um, they didn't lose any. They certainly, if they lost any mojo, they already did against Chicago. So. Hopefully it'll come back with Montreal. Uh, I'm going win, believe it or not. I'll take a 
I think the Wild. I mean, I'm liking the Wild's offense outside of that stupid, yeah, game. Just a recent one. It's it's looking. It's showing signs of improvement. Hopefully, Pominville and Grandland can keep things going. I I, I can see the Wild winning three to two in this one. Mm-hmm. Is that about where you're headed as well? Um. Yeah. I think uh, they'll win uh, three to one. Ooh, that'd be great. So then very quickly, Sunday, the New Jersey Devils come to XL Energy Center. That's that that's a win in my eyes. New New Jersey's they're kinda they're kind of on the bottoming out uh deal right now. They're three, five, and four, sixth place in the cool uh, the coolest name ever, the Metropolitan Division. I like that name. Because <laughs> it's yeah. a b- bunch of large cities, you know, like obviously like you know, New Jersey, Brooklyn and all that. Or yeah, yeah, what you call it is Brooklyn now. They're the uh New York Islanders are Brooklyn now. Um, I don't know what the hell Yarmar Yager is doing on the New Jersey Devils. I got to think he'll get traded to a contender at some point. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wouldn't mind getting uh, Yarmar Yager for the while. Wouldn't that be cool? As long as we don't have to give up like somebody significant in the uh, the system. Yeah. Pa- Patrick Eliash is still there. What the heck? Michael Ryder, the former Dallas Star slash Montreal Canadian. Um, but this is just goofy. You know who the two leading scorers for the Devils are, Neil? Do you, do you know? Can you want me to say? No idea. <laughs> Merrick Zidlicky and Yarmer Yager. Merrick Zidlicky has nine points in eleven games. Wow! How holy cow! Yeah, <laughs> one goal, eight assists for yeah Zidlicky. Remember him? Yeah. How can you forget, right? Uh, Corey Schneider. Off to a nice start, believe it or not. Uh, him and Martin Bourdieu still playing. Looking uh, not the same so far. Martin Bourdieu having a very Backstrom-like start. Uh, a lot of similar numbers. Save percentage in the upper 80s. Goals against in the mid-threes. It's like, eh, unfortunately, he's starting to maybe finally hit the wall. It's just like, oh, well, right? <laughs> yeah, he's, definitely, he's definitely old enough to retire. He's like Farvage almost. Jeez, man. Yeah, then Tim and Yager, my goodness. Patrick Elias too, he's super old. It just goes on and on. So where's where's Chris Chelios for Pete's sake, right? He might as well be on the team too. <laughs> Chris Chelios played till he's like forty eight, that son of a gun. Oh, there he is. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I had I had to, sorry. That's about it, though. Gordy Howe. Oh, there he is. There's Gordy Howe. He's on the... Okay, I'll stop now. That, that's about it, though. It's a really old team. And uh, they're hitting the wall. So, oh, well. I've never been a fan of the New Jersey Devils. Thank God we got uh, Parisi out of there. Yeah, definitely uh, glad we got him uh, away from that damn devil. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. And, uh, yeah. Yep, yep. So, I'm definitely picking a win in this one. Uh, Corey Schneider's better than Brodeur right now, but wouldn't you know, Brodeur probably have a really good game, but, ah, screw that. I think the Wild win this one, also something like a 3-2. to two. I'll go 4-2. Uh, you don't necessarily have to have a number, but if you feel, it's kind of fun too, I guess. How do you feel? Um, yeah, around, uh, I'll do, uh, 3-1. Oh, cool! Yep, another three to one. I I hope so. That'd be nice. Looking for a little, looking for a little improvement from the from the wild goalies this week for sure, huh? Mm. It should happen. It did better. Damn it! No, uh, obviously Harding doesn't need to improve. He's been great. Just needs to get healthy with Backstrom. Yeah. 
<sighs> so we're looking for a 2-0 and week, both of us. Hey, how about that yeah. for positivity? Oh, yeah. Pretty yeah. good. Yep. Mm-hmm. Going to take these uh, these chains by the horse. Mm-hmm. For real. So, uh, yep, for the record, again, I am 7-3 and three so far in predictions. We will count overtime losses as losses, and overtime wins as wins. So either way, it wins a win, losses a loss with our predictions. So it's impossible to predict any overtime stuff. You know, let's just leave that alone. I think that's getting to be too silly. So, yeah, I'm 7-3. and three. You're 1-2 and two so far. We were unable to predict the Monday Blackhawks game, like I mentioned earlier. Uh, so now to wrap up the show, we are going to slide into the... <laughs> Iowa Wilds, uh, at least check check them out a little bit. Uh, so far, Zach Phillips still is now second on the team in scoring with five points. Carson McMillan leading the team in scoring with six. And Warren Peters is still in the wild system, which is kind of funny. Career minor leaguer. Um, Jason Zucker's got four points in four games. Eric Holla's got four points in six. So... Nobody's majorly standing out, but at the same time, it's nice to see a lot of the named prospects um, doing fairly well right now. There's nobody sitting way down at like one point, you know, with you know, in like eight games or anything. So that's encouraging. A lot of those guys uh, productive early on. How is Hula uh, doing? Eric Halla, he is four points in six games, one goal, three assists. So not bad. Not not a bad start for him. <laughs> I'm I'm happy with that. Uh, obviously, former Gopher player, seventh round pick, believe it or not, and it, very a very good pick considering how good he was at the Gophers. And I do think he will have an NHL career at some point. Yeah, it'd be nice to see him up uh, playing with our guys. I'm sure he can sit send back uh, Vayu and yeah, put really. him put him on the line. Yeah, I would love to see Eric Hall up there as well. So I think you can you can you can put him on the fourth line without killing his confidence. I gotta think. Whereas Zucker, supposedly that's just not a good idea. At least he has to be like on the second line or or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see how that goes. Good luck to Zucker. The way things are going right now. <laughs> okay, then again with Heatley, uh, Heatley won't be here after this year. <laughs> yeah. You think, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd like to see uh, Heatley start. Going, you know, he he you barely notice him this week. Uh, he had he was hitting the bar a lot. Mm-hmm. He was, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. So I mean, at least he's getting a little better, right? He, he's showing signs, so that's, yeah. that's the good part. So yeah, I mean, on the Facebook page, there's just a little bit of like in-game interaction between myself and Mark Carlson. So that's one stuff, yeah, I probably don't need to read some of it right now. I can kind of read that, uh, yeah, I mean, that's for the other people to look at. I was a little surprised nobody really commented on uh, Thomas Vanek. Yeah, that's one quick thing. Thomas Vanek traded to the New York Islanders. So the plot thickens, uh, I, I don't know. Luckily, he's still a free agent after the year. Hopefully, he doesn't love the Islanders so much he's going to stay there. So uh, we'll see. I don't know who could love the Islanders. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Kyle Oposo, I guess. Oh, is he still on the team? Yep, and so is uh, Bouchard's there now. He signed there, and of oh, course, uh, and of course, our old friend, our old yeah, Cal Clutterbuck, our old yeah, 
<laughs> Cal Cutter bleep. Did I say that out loud? Yeah. What do you think I meant? Okay, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> believe it or not, I kind of like the Islanders a little bit, but uh, they don't even have a winning record so far. So, yeah, whatever. Screw them, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I got to think Vanek's coming here. Um, Buffalo, obviously, closer to rebuilding than New York, though. So, New York Islanders. So, uh, we'll see. Oh, yeah, hey. Ben Mapuya's on the Rangers. I just noticed that. That's funny. But, yeah, that's just like a ass thing at the end of the show here. <laughs> so, yeah, uh apologize. It's late at night and everything. We had to do this. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, if we were going to get uh, this week's show out by now instead of waiting until the weekend, had to had to get Neil to stay up a little bit. So apologize for that, my friend. <laughs> that's all right, man. I'm just glad that we can uh, get together and do this uh, for the week and, you know, uh, hopefully uh, – Get some good wins this week and build up our confidence a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I I agree. I really am hoping and believing that will happen. That's uh, hopefully we'll be coming back with an eight and four record and have some more positive positivity to predict next week. Keep the listeners coming in. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, for Twitter account at Brave the Wild, go follow uh, follow that Twitter account if you could. Um, also Facebook, simply type in Brave the Wild, Minnesota Wild Show and click like for that and post as much as you want. Um, sometimes I read the in-game stuff, sometimes I don't. It's kind of late and all that type of stuff. Uh, some of the in-game stuff, it's just, yeah, that's more like interacting at the time. But, uh, yeah, if you want to post articles or comment on the Wild in general, yeah, I'll be more than happy to read it on air for you out there. Uh, obviously, love Mark Carlson, great guy. Posts on Purple Mafia page all the time. That's, of course, my Minnesota Vikings show and all that good stuff. So I also do Timberwolves Explosion as well. So I'm just throwing that out there. Call-in line is 209-736-7877. 209-736-7877. Mention which show you're calling in for because it is a voicemail. Mention that it is Brave the Wild and go from there. Just stay on topic if you could. <laughs> so, Yeah. Thanks again for listening. We will be back in about a week. Yes, well, yeah, like Sunday night or so. Sunday night, hopefully. So until then, everybody take care and go wild.